fighting for freedom every day. They are absolutely desperate to pretend the last four years never happened and for them to go back to what they like to do before, which is create these massive spending bills to pretend that it's really, really important to you when you only get about 5% of what's in the bill and they can't do it because we're aware of it. We're paying attention to it and they don't like that. This is the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. You know, we just were two days after Halloween already, and I'm already starting to see Christmas stuff out there. We're not even barely into November, and yet the Christmas season is upon us. Apparently, we're just going to skip through Thanksgiving, go right into the big holiday at the end of the year. As much as I am excited for Christmas, I kind of like to enjoy the last two months of the, of the year instead of just the one month. I mean, come on, let's pace ourselves a little bit. But there is a pack now. I don't know if you've seen this, a super pack that is now coming out for $35 donations. And by the way, it's Donald Trump's pack. You can get Donald Trump Christmas wrapping paper that has his face on it with a stocking cap and it says Trump 2024. Yet you can get that now as you get ready for the holiday season. Welcome into The Voice Reason. We got a heck of a show lined up for you today. Broadcasting live out of the heart of the nation. Here in Wichita, Kansas, on our flagship radio station, all over the country, radio, TV, live streaming, and podcasting, wherever you may be watching or listening. We appreciate you very much, your Millennial General, reporting for duty like we do every single day. No guests today. We uh, we had a guest, Dr. Dean Finelli, who was going to join us today talking about the vaccine mandates and booster shots and the medical side of things. Not able to join today. We have him rescheduled for another week or two out, so don't worry, we'll get him on the program, but we're just going to wing it today. You and I chit in the chat doing the thing. That's what we do, and that's the way we like to have fun today on a post-Monday celebration. It's a special day today for me, though, because today is Election Day. Yeah. How many people? Did you know? Did you know? Show of hands, how many people actually knew that today was actual election day? No, it's not the midterms of 2022 yet. It is not the congressional races, but there are some major elections going on across the nation today. First and foremost, if you don't know the candidates for your school board or for your city council or for your county commission, wherever you may be across the nation listening to this broadcast, you need to know them. Reach out to your county parties, reach out to someone semi-tied in and involved, and ask them who are the candidates, what do they stand for. Make sure to go out and vote before 7 o'clock tonight, wherever you may be in whatever time zone you are in, to go out and vote before the polls close. This is one of the, I'm telling you, we say this every year to try and hype up elections and turnouts, but the off-season elections, these elections, we get like 5 to 10% of voter turnout. And it's really sad. And I swear, I know we're going to see a bigger turnout this year, as we've been saying over and over and over again. People are awake and realizing that local elected officials, even your local school boards, even if you don't have any kids in the school district, you should still turn out and vote for them because they matter. Because looking at the what's happened over the last year and a half, two years, we now know they have a major influence on your daily life. Your city council can decide whether businesses in your city are, uh, are forced to wear masks and make uh, individuals coming into them wear masks. Here in my community, they actually capped at the capacity rates. Oh, you can only have 50% capacity in your shop. Need to wear the mask. Need to do the social distancing. Yeah, the city councils are the ones that implemented those all over the nation. Are you willing to allow them to continue to have that kind of power over you, over you as a consumer, over you as a business owner, over you just as someone who wants to live your life and go to work every day? Are you really willing to allow them that kind of power? Because we've given it to them. 
So today's an exciting day for the election. I really want to focus a lot of time throughout the show, though, on the election in Virginia, because this is going to be the tried and true test of progressive values in the nation. The entire nation right now is looking at this governor's race in the state of Virginia as we have Youngkin versus McAuliffe. And Terry McAuliffe, being that former Democrat governor of Virginia, has shot himself in the foot so many times that if he gets reelected, then that is a true sign of something weird really going on in this nation. I'm not going to let parents come into schools and actually you take books out and make their own decisions. I stopped the bill that I don't think parents should be telling schools what they should teach. Now, if that doesn't drive every parent to the voting booth in Virginia, I don't know what will. And obviously they re- they listen to the debate. They're in Virginia. Obviously they listen to it on national news and talk radio shows all over in the last week or so. If that doesn't drive people to the voting booth to vote against Terry McAuliffe saying that you as a parent have no choice in your ch- child's education, I don't know what would get you to the voting booth. I really don't. That is one of the craziest, most delusional comments I've ever heard on a debate stage. And that includes Joe Biden, by the way. And we'll do it in ways that grow the domestic industries, create good paying union jobs, address longstanding environmental injustices as well. Tax credits help people do things like weatherize their homes so they lose less energy, install solar panels and develop clean energy products, and help business produce more clean energy. And when paired with the bipartisan infrastructure bill, will truly transform this nation. Doesn't make any sense, does it? Yeah, that's why I play Joe Biden, when, when he's trying to talk about a federal budget, a reconciliation bill, and then rebuilding buildings, and then talk about infrastructure, you know you're in a world of hurt. The Democrats have lost their minds, and this is going to be the true test of that example of what's going to happen coming into the midterm elections next year. Now, we've already – I've told you before that if I wasn't on the radio but still involved in politics, my dream job would be a campaign manager of or some type of campaign campaign consultant, a political strategist, talking about ways to you know have the proper uh, you know photo op and kissing the right baby at the right time and saying the right thing to the right crowd uh, because I enjoy that. I love the internal politics. I love the internal – uh, a strategy, the game of chess that is played behind the scenes because the campaigns say what the campaign itself tells the candidate to say to try and go on the campaign trail and try and stand up for this quote-unquote value. Now, most of the time as a politician, they don't necessarily believe it. Terry McAuliffe believes this stuff because he's been governor. He knows how the game's played. He pushes for this garbage, and this is just who he is. No, parents, you don't have a right to actually make a decision at the local school board level. We're going to decide for you as the state government to tell the school districts what to do, and you as a parent have zero say in any way, shape, or form, because you are the peasants. You are the minuscule little people, and I'll tell you exactly what is best for you. Kind of like the federal government and state governments, right? When Biden said that you really just need to yield your rights to the federal government. How could I be the president of the United States of America? and not speak out against the violation of human rights. I told him that unlike other countries, including Russia, we're uniquely a product of an idea. You've heard me say this before again and again, but I'm going to keep saying it. What's that idea? We don't derive our rights from the government. We possess them because we're born, period. And we yield them to a government. (laughs) No. No, we don't. We don't yield them to a government in any way, shape, or form. But thanks for trying, Joe Biden. At least you got the first part semi-kind of sort of correct. 
The media has really tried to turn this election in Virginia into a weird thing about Joe Biden going to campaign for uh, Terry McAuliffe, even though Joe Biden's ratings are at the lowest that really any president's been at eight months, 10 months into their into their administration, where he's sitting around 30 to 35 percent approval ratings. That's terrible. You're in your first year. You're trying to ram through all of this stuff. You're, it's not like you're sitting by, although you take a lot of naps, even at the conventions that you go to. <laughs> See what we did there? You do take a lot of naps, but you have still tried to ram through a lot during your first 10 months. You haven't passed anything with the legislature, but you have signed a lot of executive orders. As in, they give you a magic marker and they say, here, Joe, just draw for a little bit. And you've signed about, what, like 80 different executive orders? So you have done, quote unquote, something. But Joe Biden now on the campaign trail for Terry McAuliffe. I don't know why they want an unpopular guy out there on the campaign trail knocking on doors and trying to hold rallies, but that's what they're doing with Joe Biden. Donald Trump has not tried to campaign for the Republican at all. And the media is running with this, trying to find it a way to demonize Trump as usual and trying to demonize Youngkin as being a Trump supporter because Donald Trump won't step up and actually try to campaign for him. And that's a sign of the failed policies of Donald Trump. That's a sign of the unpopularity of Donald Trump, which I think is funny. Now, overall, Virginia, unfortunately, has fallen further and further and further to the left, which means it is a Democrat stronghold. And if a Republican ends up winning it as a Trump supporter against a Democrat who has already had a name recognition being a former governor there, someone who's being backed by the Democrat National Convention, and someone who's campaigning alongside the President of the United States and still loses in the stronghold where they won against Donald Trump by, like, what, 15, 20 points in the state of Virginia? If that happens... The Democrats are a little wary. I made the comment yesterday while we were talking to our guests on the program about the reconciliation bill, the federal budget bill that's going on right now, and how the House is trying to ram it through. Nancy Pelosi desperate to try and get this thing through. But I made the comment, and I'm really concerned. I'm really thinking that they're holding off to see what the elections are going to look like today because if Virginia goes red for the first time in I don't know how long in the state of Virginia for their governor's race, that is the tide-turning, dramatic Armageddon for the Democrats. The inner fighting that they're having within their own party, the infighting they have ideologically, the radical extremism that has taken over that party is going to get a very rude awakening when they lose their stronghold of the state of Virginia. So, yeah, this is a big deal. Now, has it been blown out of proportion? Is it really just Youngkin versus McAuliffe? Maybe. Maybe, but I really don't think so. I think the reconciliation bill is on the line if Democrats lose. I think the whole Trump-Biden thing right now would be on the line as Donald Trump considers running again in 2024, and he has a candidate that is, quote-unquote, the you know the, the supporter of Donald Trump, the evil Nazi, white supremacist, yada, 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 whatever they try to say about Youngkin because he's a Trump supporter. If he wins, that's a tide-turning message going against a stronghold Democrat state of Virginia. That is a Democrat stronghold versus Republican insurrection, quote-unquote, if you want to call it that, that's going to happen that they're going to get a little shaky about. This is really about vaccine policy that the Biden's holding up trying to force workers to get vaccinated. This covers the entire gamut. Unfortunately, you voters in Virginia, and I know we have a lot of them, we have uh, Virginia's some of our top five states for downloads over the last couple of months, so thank you for that. We have a lot of listeners in Virginia. I know you're listening to this program. Your vote is on the line tonight, and what you do sends a shockwave and a ripple effect across the rest of the country going into midterms next year. 
a massive progressive left-wing socialist spending package, a vaccine mandate that's pushed by the uh, the Biden administration for the executive branch, and what's going to be coming out from OSHA for all private workers over 100 employees in a business, the massive socialist left-wing policies, the attack on parents and parents' rights with their children, all of that that the Democrats are trying to hype up right now at this moment is all on the line in the state of Virginia. Now, the, the polls could be trying to make it close to show that, oh, the Democrats squeaked by because of the support. Could be. But according to the NBC, uh, what is it? NBCnews.com, latest poll shows right now 50% of Republicans doubt that their vote will even be counted accurately, while the polls show that it is neck and neck right now in the state of Virginia. The Guardian shows that right now the Republican has near 2.5% uh, favorability rate going into the final day. That's probably because of the comment that uh, McAuliffe made at the debate regarding the parents and uh, school choice on the curriculum. But Republicans, Angry Republicans wanting to stop this mad push of mandate, uh, mandates in control, then at the same time being concerned about their votes even being counted accurately, which means they're probably going to show up tenfold. Or they don't. It really comes down to you. The midterms tone is set with this election. The Biden administration agenda is set by this election, and it's all coming down today. Now, I don't want to belittle all the local elections going on around the nation, because obviously those are extremely important as well as we fight critical race theory, we fight mask mandates, we fight mandated vaccines for children, because if they mandate those vaccines for children five and up, every child from preschool all the way up needs to get vaccinated, and that's going to be a serious battle that we all have to worry about. Again, coming down to who you vote for in your local school boards, in this election today across the nation. Lots more coming up. Stay here. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier with The Voice of Reason. Fighting for conservative principles seems more difficult all the time. The progressive left seems to find new and creative ways to limit freedom, abuse power, and trample the Constitution each and every day. That's why we need the knowledge, resources, and common sense to push back. And we can help with that. Visit our website at HoosierReason.com. There's some really great stuff for you. You can read the latest blog discussing topical issues and current events. Let us know your thoughts by filling out our monthly survey. Keep track of what I might be doing or where I may be speaking. Listen to the podcast of your favorite guest or show. And check out our latest Voice of Reason product infomercials. Plus, you can find upcoming show schedules and guest lineups to plan your radio listening appropriately. And finally, make sure to become a Hoosier-holic by subscribing to the free newsletter. Stay up to date on the latest news of the show, fun facts of the month, and learn new ways to defend and preserve this great republic. It's all there at HoosierReason.com. Again, HoosierReason.com. Go check it out. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com. Miss part of the show? Don't worry about it. There's plenty of ways to catch the program. And here's how you can do it. First, make sure to tune in every day right here on your favorite radio station. We're here for you. Second, subscribe to the podcast on any of your favorite sites. YouTube and iTunes, Spotify and Google Play, TuneIn, Podbean, and more. Have the show automatically downloaded to your favorite device. Last, visit our website at HoosierReason.com. You can listen to the podcast, catch our special features, and more. It's the voice of reason on radio, TV, and online, helping you defend and preserve this great 
great republic. You're listening to the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. 24 minutes past the hour. Welcome back into the program. Thanks for hanging out. Radio, TV, live streaming, podcasting. You know what's a big concern about this election is we do have near 50% of Republicans in the state of Virginia, at least according to the polls, showing that they're concerned about the accuracy of the election. We're a year away from the election from last year where a lot of people were concerned about the voter fraud that happened. And again... You can say that it it changed the election results or not. I mean, obviously, I don't have all the information. Election fraud did happen. Was it enough to change the outcome? I don't know. Election fraud always happens, though. It's just fact. We have uh, dead people that are on voter rolls because voter rolls are not updated. We have illegal aliens voting, unfortunately. We have people that, uh, you know, just people trying to vote multiple times from being registered in different counties or different states. It's unfortunate, but it happens. And while every time we try to clean it up, it's always an issue that never seems to get resolved because every time we try to, then, of course, we're the hate mongers trying to silence people's voices and actually trying to st- uh, trying to suppress the vote, which is just absurd. Then, of course, you get into the electronic side of it. That takes the discussion to an entirely new level. I don't want to go down that road. But if 50% of the Republicans are concerned about voter fraud or voter accuracy in the election, specifically for Virginia in this governor's race, now I'm not talking about the local school boards around, uh, although that's going to make a huge impact. I mean, even if you live in small communities all over the nation and you have, you know, 200 people in the community and 50 people show up to vote, that's going to be a big election for the school board. Because, again, everything starts at the grassroots level, doesn't it? That's what we talk about. We are the catalyst for political change at the local level, the local school boards, the local city council, the local county commission. And those can be changed by one to two votes. I've literally seen, here in Wichita, where I'm at, in my main hub uh, for the flagship, I've seen elections for school board or for city council go up to a change, or even the state legislature, come down to within three to four votes. It's amazing how your voice does actually matter and go out and vote. And if you want your kids to be forced to get a vaccine, if you want your kids to be forced to wear a mask, if you want your kids to be forced to learn about critical race theory, if you want want to be taught about how, you know, the country is such an evil, racist, you know, white privileged society garbage, then don't show up to the booths because that's already being taught, which means the current status quo of elected officials is already promoting that type of agenda. If that's what you want for your children, then you can stay home. But I don't think that's what you want. In fact, I know that's not what you want because I hear from people every day. I get emails and messages from people every single day now almost talking about these types of issues. I'm concerned uh, just locally. How many people have emailed me? Andy, I don't even know the candidates for the school board. Who are they? Who have you had on your programs on the local level? And what should I vote? What should I do? I'm never going to tell anybody to vote a certain way, but I will say these are the people that I've talked to. These are the ones I've had on the shows. These are the people that I know. And this is what they say. Make your own decision. I'll never tell anybody to vote a certain way. I don't care if you're a Republican, Democrat, Libertarian, Independent, Constitution Party. I don't really care. I want you to go out and vote, but I want you to do it as an informed vote, not just to go out and say that you voted just for the sake of voting. Those are going to be within one to two votes. But if you change, imagine if 75% of the school boards across the nation change officials, change leadership, and we start getting rid of critical race theory. 
we start getting rid of the mass amount of money coming in from the federal department uh, Department of Education. We start getting rid of the mask mandates and the vaccine mandates. We open up uh, competition. We open up the public schools again. We actually get rid of tenure of bad teachers that don't really care about the quality of education. We start changing the actual graduation rates and the test scores and the test curriculums and the common core math and all this other garbage. If we start changing that at the local level, the federal government would have complete zero power. They would be powerless just like we're doing with the workforce. When 5, 10, 15% of the workforce walks out and doesn't want the vaccine mandate and we shut down the nation, the government is powerless. When we change the school boards at the local level, the federal government is powerless. They can't ram it down our throats because they'll say, sorry, we're going to do our own thing. It's going to be amazing. I'm telling you, I'm feeling it. I am excited. I am giddy. 2021 is the change that we've been looking for, and this is where it starts right here, right now. Lots more coming up. Stay here. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. While you listen to the delightful broadcast of The Voice of Reason, don't forget to check us out and follow us on all of our social media sites. Whether you're using Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Minds.com, or Instagram, we're there for you. Find us at Hoosier Reason on any of your social media platforms. You'll see special commentary, links to the articles and news that we use on the show, and videos of the broadcast. Plus, you can directly send us a message on social media during the show to let me know your thoughts. Many already do, and it's a great chat room for all of our great listeners. And you can always sign up for the Patreon site to get exclusive content, maybe hear show products before we air them on the radio, and a lot more. And when you support us on Patreon, you also help the show be able to fight for conservative values each and every day. So it's a win-win. Just find us at Hoosier Reason on all of your social media platforms, or you can find a link to all of our social media sites on our website at HoosierReason.com. We know you're on social media already, so bring some reason into your day. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. When Reason Meets Radio. You're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Darn right, you are. Welcome back into the program. Thanks for hanging out with us today. Halfway through the show already goes by way too fast. You can find us on our live streaming, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch.tv, Instagram, TikTok, OurFreedomBook.com, and of course the website at HoosierReason.com. Just to give you a programming note on the side as well, we are working behind the scenes really hard, not only on the construction of the Hoosier Media Network and the launch of that, which uh, tentatively... I don't know if I'm supposed to say this or not. Tentatively, we are launching a, a bunch of really cool stuff on January 1 of 2022. Been working really hard for that. Uh, at the same time, we'll be revamping the website. We'll be revamping some of the social media. I think we're going to consolidate the social media a little bit. Go to some more conservative-friendly sites. Because I'm telling you, like we have a decent following on some. No one can see our content. We used to get our live stream just on Facebook alone. We used to get close to 500 to 1,000 views every single day. Now we don't get anywhere near that. And it all started at the beginning of this year in like February when we got uh, thrown into Facebook jail. And since then, when they released me, like no one sees my content anymore. No one. It, it's crazy. It's it's really wild. So we're going to be revamping that. We're going to be starting. Uh, I mean, we have our Rumble account. We don't do much with it because it's hard to go live on there right now. We're going to go live on some other sites as well. We're going to be utilizing the Our Freedom Book and, and uh, Donald Trump's new one as well. 
is uh, so we have a lot of cool stuff coming up so stay tuned we have the launch of the hoosier media network we have more shows coming on we have more content coming out i've been working really really hard with this and again if you want more information all this you can go and subscribe to the newsletter at hoosierreason.com become a hoosier holic we'll give you some more inf- uh, information and insight on those so stay tuned because it's going to be really fun so anyways uh speaking of i get a lot of emails Every day since we've been talking about this vaccine mandate and the health freedom, the health choices that you get to make, we I get emails almost daily now of people saying this is already starting to affect me at work, which is crazy because the OSHA laws haven't even been written. They haven't even been written. Now, I want to put this into perspective for you. OSHA, that is really as far as I'm aware, I don't know much about OSHA outside of the fact that they're the ones that set kind of the safety guidelines for businesses, majoritively in the construction industry. I worked construction for a while. I interned for the state of Colorado when I was going to the broadcasting school to bring in some money. And I was uh, kind of doing the engineering side of it, watching the construction being built for an underpass and doing some paving projects. And OSHA was the one to make sure, hey, you got to have your hard hat on. Hey, you can't have any cutoff T-shirts. Hey, you got to make sure that you have goggles on when you're in certain areas and eye eye protection or when you're in the factory and you have to have the ear protection. That's all OSHA guidelines. Some of them are guidelines, additional safety procedures that are made by the companies, but OSHA really sets the standard for those. For those that don't know this industry, I don't know how much they have on the influence of like regular office cubicle white collar jobs where you sit in a cubicle on your computer and you make phone calls all day. I don't know how much that OSHA actually has influence on those industries. They may. I'm not aware of it. But they're writing the legislation right now. And they've, by the way, been slowed down majorly because every industry essentially is wanting to have these meetings with OSHA to fight it because they realize it's a stupid mandate and that they can't enforce it. That's why the Biden administration is looking at near tripling the OSHA department. Now, just like the IRS, just like other agencies, it's a tiny little agency that has some guidelines and does some stuff and punches out some information and you know goes and does inspections and makes sure everything's all hunky-dory. But overall, comparatively, it's a minor little agency at the federal level. And when you start doubling and tripling their funding and doubling and tripling them in size, then they become a major agency. And when you do that, they never go away. Now, they're not going to go away already anyways, but they're never going to downsize back to where they were before. And we've now grown the size of government by increasing agencies and departments that we never even took a second look at. And this is where the progressives are getting us right now because, well, obviously we need to start monitoring $600 transactions for businesses and individuals need to double the size of the IRS. Now, as we've had guests on to talk about this before, too, that's not going to help bring in any tax revenue from the evil rich people because they have great lawyers that can actually fight the tax codes. They know what they're doing. They're going to come after you and I while they say they're not raising taxes on the little guy. They're going to come after you and I and say, oh, you purchased something but didn't pay all the proper taxes on that $550 transaction. You need to pay your taxes. Oh, you bought a firearm from your neighbor. You need to start doing some background checks for that. We need to register the gun and you need to pay taxes on it, even though you handed them $600 across the fence and handed the, and got handed a firearm. They want their tax money. They want to squeeze every dime out of you that they possibly can. On the health side, they want to increase the size of OSHA. So they have control over every business, every industry, Again, saying they're going after the large guy, but you do realize that small business, quote-unquote small businesses, 
by the government's definition, I don't know if you're aware of this or not, are categorized as businesses that have less than 500 employees. 500 employees for a small business, which means that's roughly 95% of the entire workforce in the nation. Under 500 employees for a company, they want to mandate the vaccine for every business with over 100 employees, which means they're not just going after the evil major corporations. They're coming after you, the small business that may have 100 employees, that may have 200 employees. Yours considered a small business in the nation. I mean, obviously, it's not going to affect too largely the mom and pop shop with five employees at the restaurant and the diner down the road. But at the same time, they're coming after you. They want to start making sure that they see all your bank transactions. They want to start making sure that you mandate the vaccine for all the customers coming in. They want to make sure that you're only at 50% capacity when there is a virus because you're non-essential. And even though that you try to feed and try to pay and try to compensate five employees to take care of their families, you're non-essential. You don't matter. So we're going to come after you and shut you down and then regulate the ones that are just one step above you. That's where we're at in this nation right now. Now, setting this stage with OSHA and their duties, we now want to double and triple the size of OSHA while every industry is trying to have a meeting with OSHA, trying to say, hey, this is not okay. And while this is being slowed down, they're also asking to not even try to implement anything like this until the end of the year, beginning of next year. Why? Because they're concerned about disruptions in the supply-demand chain. They're worried about the economy. We already see consumer spending on the decline going into the holiday season because of tax increases, because of spending increases at the federal government, because of inflation costs arising, making everything more expensive. I would rather, and just as just me personally, I know this is far-fetched right now, just me speaking personally here, if it comes down to me having $1,000 in the bank and I say, do I go Christmas shopping or do I try to save that for when I have to spend more on gas and double my grocery budget? Gee, I wonder what I'm going to do. And they're starting to realize it. Then put on top of that, all the businesses that you could see start getting hit because so many people, 5-10% of the workforce wanting to walk out from the vaccine mandate and see how well it works out for you, again, going into the holiday season. They already know it's going to have an impact on the industry. But they want to do it anyways. They just want to wait till the holiday season's over. That's the official memo coming from OSHA and from the federal government right now. We know it's going to destroy the economy, so we'll just wait until after the holidays and kick it off January 1 of 2022. That's the mindset that they're actually in right now. That's how crazy it's gotten. I'm telling you, they don't even try to hide it anymore. They're just there like, this is what we're doing. So now, with OSHA trying to pawn it off and put it on the back burner, we still have businesses that are scared of it, that know it's coming, and they're going to implement it. I'm getting emails, messages from social media, from people all over the country, multiples every single day now saying, Andy, my business is already doing this. Andy, they're already asking us surveys about whether you're going to take it or not. Andy, what do we do when they implement this? And here's my words of wisdom to you. You are strong. You are in control. Do not quit your jobs. Andy, what do you mean? I thought we were fighting this. Yes, I want to, if that's what it comes down to, and if you are willing to stand on that principle, whether you've been vaccinated or unvaccinated, and you want to stand on that principle of the mandate, again, this is about a unifying thing. I saw some comments on social media right now like, well, I hope these freedom health rallies that you're talking about aren't like anti-vaccine things or only anti-mandate things. 
Stop trying to split hairs right now. You could be vaccinated and you could love the vaccine to just don't like the mandate, or you could be an anti quote unquote vaxxer and just don't like vaccines at all. You can come together as a united force right now and say government mandates are bad. I know it's difficult for you. You can do it. It's okay. We're here to unite against the oppressors. That is those guys telling us what we have to do or not have to do, uh, regardless of whether you've actually gotten it or not. I don't care whether you've gotten it or not. It makes no sense, no difference to me in any way, shape, or form. It's a uniting force. But my words of wisdom are do not quit your job when the mandate actually does come out or when the business decides to do this. Wait for them to walk you out. Wait for them to fire you if that's the stand you are willing to take because you're Walking out and firing is what's going to cause the litigation to go after the companies and to go after the mandates to start changing the tide and fight all this garbage. That's what it's going to take. If you just willingly walk off, you can't do anything. You can't come back after them and be like, well, I fought you quit because you told me you were going to do this. No, let them walk you out. Again, if you're not willing to fight the fight and you're just getting the vaccine and just want to keep your head down, totally understand. It's hard to do. You have your you know, family to feed. You got bills you got to pay. You got things you got to do. I get it. Not trying to advocate for it, but if that's the fight you're willing to stand, which so many are, which is why you see firefighters and police officers and first responders and public servants, everybody walking off the job right now. If that is the fight you're willing to fight, do not walk off the job, but wait for them to fire you. Because then that's the litigation that you get to start saying that they broke your basic human right, which is right to health and your own personal health choices. The hospital does not get to tell you you have to take chemo because you get to choose. No one gets to tell you you have to take a vaccine in order to show up in a public event or show up to work every day, unless that was already prior in your commitment of, hey, that you just have to take everything under the sun. Military, I feel bad for you because you've already been kind of the guinea pigs for so many other vaccines that I'm sure a lot of the military just don't care because they've been injected by so much stuff already, if that's not a thing for you. But don't quit. Wait to get fired because those are the pieces of litigation where you will be part of the change to reverse all this, get back into your job, and actually walk around with pride because then you can know that you had the power to make the difference because of your fight that you did. So I give you props for it, my friend. God bless all of you. Lots more coming up, wrapping up the show today for a Tuesday. Stay here. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier with The Voice of Reason. Fighting for conservative principles seems more difficult all the time. The progressive left seems to find new and creative ways to limit freedom, abuse power, and trample the Constitution each and every day. That's why we need the knowledge, resources, and common sense to push back. And we can help with that. Visit our website at HoosierReason.com. There's some really great stuff for you. You can read the latest blog discussing topical issues and current events. Let us know your thoughts by filling out our monthly survey. Keep track of what I might be doing or where I may be speaking. Listen to the podcast of your favorite guest or show. And check out our latest Voice of Reason product infomercials. Plus, you can find upcoming show schedules and guest lineups to plan your radio listening appropriately. And finally, make sure to become a Hoosier-holic by subscribing to the free newsletter. Stay up to date on the latest news of the show, fun facts of the month, and learn new ways to defend and preserve this great republic. It's all there at HoosierReason.com. Again, HoosierReason.com. Go check it out. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. Miss part of the show? Don't worry about it. There's plenty of ways to catch the program. And here's how you can do it. First, make sure to tune in every day right here on your favorite radio station. We're here for you. Second, subscribe to the podcast on any of your favorite sites. YouTube and iTunes, Spotify and Google Play, TuneIn, Podbean, and more. Have the show automatically downloaded to your favorite device. Last, visit our website at HoosierReason.com. You can listen to the podcast, 
Catch our special features and more. It's the voice of reason on radio, TV, and online, helping you defend and preserve this great republic. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at network at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at hoosierreason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at network at gmail.com or find our contact information at hoosierreason.com nmlsconsumeraccess.org. You're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. The show goes by way too fast. Welcome back into the program. Thanks for hanging out with us today on a post-Monday celebration. A couple house cleaning items kind of wrap up the program today there's a few things i do want to get to number one it's election day again go out and vote if you're not aware of your uh candidates for school board or city council get a hold of your elected officials get a hold of your local talk show host get a hold of somebody and say hey who is running right now not who should i vote for but who's running and what do they stand for so i can make my own educated decision do it turn out to vote Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez won her primary the very first time by getting 15,000 votes. In a district with over 800,000 registered voters in her district, she won the primary with 15,000 votes because the other guy didn't see her as a challenge, uh, didn't think that it was going to be an issue, had been there as an incumbent for like 10 or 15 years, uh, just thought it was going to be a wash. She actually campaigned and for an off-season primary got 15,000 people to turn out for her and won the primary and look at where we're at now. They hustled, they made it happen, and while it was a small election and just was taken for granted, she's in there now screwing up the country. So put that in perspective. In a, in a district of 800,000 registered voters, she won the primary with 15,000 votes total. Yeah, that's how important these elections are. So even just one person deciding to turn out is going to make a huge impact. Now take that down to the local level with your school board, with this Virginia election, with all across the board. It is the legacy of the Biden administration. Only 10 months into his administration, his legacy is on the line and everything that he's done based on the outcome of the Virginia governor's race and school boards all over the nation because we can start fighting back. At the same time, you want to talk about crazy delusion. Here's another fun headline for you. New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio, you know, the guy that just let go nearly a third of the entire firefighter force in New York City because they didn't get the vaccine. Yeah, he just filed paperwork to run for governor next year. (laughs) <laughs> i can't say it with a straight face i know he's running for governor now because he thinks that his policies have been so successful that he wants to run the entire state of Cal- of new york city of new or the state of new york now obviously it's been a failure crime is completely out of control a quarter of the police force is gone now. A third of the firefighter forces are gone now. 911 responders and EMS, everybody's walking off the job because of these vaccine mandates. He killed people in nursing homes at the beginning by putting sick COVID patients into nursing homes with sick people and elderly people with lower immune systems. And he thinks that he is qualified enough to run for governor in the state of New York. That's how crazy the world has gotten because you know what's going to happen? He's the big name right now. Democrats are still going to rally behind him, and it's still going to be the main figure going into the general election next year for the 2020 midterms or 2022 midterms because they don't care. 
and they live in such a weird delusional world they think that he's actually going to be uh, what it takes to become governor of the state of New York. So there is that. Plus, we have the Kyle Rittenhouse hearings that are ongoing right now still, where if you don't remember Kyle Rittenhouse, the kid that ended up shooting a couple individuals during a Black Lives Matter protest in the state of Wisconsin, and those hearings are going on trying to make him out to be this dirty, evil, horrible human being because there was a whole mob of people trying to come after him and beat him with a, you know, with a bunch of skateboards. And he ended up shooting a couple individuals to defend himself. He's on trial. The hearings are live right now as we speak. And I'm telling you, this is going to be a make or break as well for Second Amendment issues. He needs to walk from this. He needs to be able to claim the self-defense. And he needs to win that to be done and be over and to move forward. Because uh, the cops loved him. He was there helping a part, uh, helping a friend actually defend their business from crazy mobsters uh, and crazy thugs that are actually trying to destroy the city. And he ended up defending himself. An entire mob of close to 20 people were chasing after him. They got him on the ground, started beating him with a skateboard until he actually defended himself and took a couple shots. So that's going to be an interesting case, too, and we'll be, we'll be staying on top of that one. Uh, tomorrow we'll probably get a recap on that. When it actually happens, there's a lot more I wanted to get to as well today. and We just didn't get a chance to do it. Oh, COVID stuff as well. There's some more COVID news out there we'll talk about tomorrow. But uh, I really want to focus on this election. Get out the vote, get out the vote, get out the vote. I know that uh, depending on when you listen all over the nation or with the podcast as well, that the polls close here in a little bit for a lot of states on the East Coast as well. But get out there. Make your voice heard because this is where it could be changed. The education, the youth of America actually getting their curriculum Getting rid of the common core, getting rid of the critical race theory, getting rid of the masks and the vaccines, that can start. Your city council opening up cities again, getting things back to normal. And this governor's race, man, I'm telling you, if we win this, this will be a bombshell for the left. The reconciliation bill up in the air. Vaccine mandates up in the air. Environmental wackadoodles up in the air. All this is going to be decided based on what's going to happen tonight. Midterm elections as well. Until then, be your own voice of reason. Be that catalyst in your community. Make people be engaged. Go to the dinner table with your family and friends for the holidays and talk about politics, talk about religion, and bring that discussion back because people need to hear it. I'm Andy Hoosier. This is The Voice of Reason. We'll see you on the radio tomorrow for a midweek celebration. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. While you listen to the delightful broadcast of The Voice of Reason, don't forget to check us out and follow us on all of our social media sites. Whether you're using Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Minds.com, or Instagram, we're there for you. Find us at Hoosier Reason on any of your social media platforms. You'll see special commentary, links to the articles and news that we use on the show, and videos of the broadcast. Plus, you can directly send us a message on social media during the show to let me know your thoughts. Many already do, and it's a great chat room for all of our great listeners. And you can always sign up for the Patreon site to get exclusive content, maybe hear show products before we air them on the radio, and a lot more. And when you support us on Patreon, you also help the show be able to fight for conservative values each and every day. So it's a win-win. Just find us at Hoosier Reason on all of your social media platforms, or you can find a link to all of our social media sites on our website at HoosierReason.com. We know you're on social media already, so bring some reason into your day. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do.